Good morning, friends. Whatever time it is in your day, welcome to the conversation. I am excited today to share with you the things that I heard and that I learned. And I hope that you leave with something you can use. So make today a great day because you can do that. Now let's talk. Good morning, friends. Thanks for coming back to this conversation. So this morning I woke up with something that I laid down with. And it was this nagging feeling of fear. Um, Just doubt and, you know, worry. And I know we're familiar with the meaning of fear, but I do want to just read it. um, The definition from the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. And it says it's an emotion or passion excited by an expectation of evil or the apprehension of impending danger. Well, there's more to the definition, but it does then describe fear as the passion of our nature, which excites us to provide for our security, man. So what stands out strongly to me is that it excites us to provide for our own security. But I'll I'll come back to that in just a second. So last night I laid down with all of these thoughts, fears of a few different things. And I woke up, like I said, this morning with the same thoughts this Sunday morning. I have found that fear is like a black hole. And if I pause for the slightest moment at the opening of any fear, I'm stuck. And, And then before you know it, I'm fearful of everything. It's just fear all around. So I have to remain cautious of that. So when I woke up this morning, I was getting my stuff ready so that I can listen to the live stream on Facebook that my church was putting out. And so as I do, as I do anytime I'm going to listen to a preached message, um, I asked Jehovah to speak to me. So when the stream started, There was my first lady of the church, and she said, I want to talk to you this morning about fear. (laughs) Now, you have got to know that I was too excited about that, right? So she talked a little bit about what her experience had been, and she mentioned manifesting fear or really bringing fear to life, right? So that stuck with me and I jotted it down she mentioned creating our world and I jotted that down and I believe she mentioned fear being debilitating if she didn't say it then I jotted it down anyway so looking back over my own life I can see where fear has often rendered me completely disabled so let's talk about this podcast for a second, right? I told you in one of the episodes, in the Why Sing With Me episode, that I wanted to share myself, my missteps, questions, awakenings, etc., with you so that we can all sing together, sing songs of deliverance together. So anyway, I told you before that one day in prayer, the idea of sing with me resurfaced. Well, that one day, 
was in September of 2020. It's February of 2021, friends, and I'm just getting the ball rolling as of what, a week or two ago? Why? Because of fear. It has not taken me four months to research and start a podcast. In fact, the moment I heard the idea and started to move in pursuit of what I heard, things started opening up. I mean, Podcast University, I went through that course to find out what it was and how to do the podcast and what I was going to need and all of this kind of stuff. And everything just started lining up. But then fear set in and I paused. (laughs) At first it was, what if nobody listens? Then what if I say something wrong? And it just grew and grew and grew. And then four months later, I look back and see that fear is debilitating. Well, when the fear started to creep up, of course, Jesus was right there nudging me, reminding me of the goal, encouraging me to move forward. I'm hearing all these new things about podcasts that I'd never heard before. Um, people, I'm, I'm helping build websites and stuff for people who are starting podcasts. My son comes to me and was like, you need to get on your podcast. And so all of this encouragement was coming from everywhere, but I was letting the fear, I was giving the fear more power than I should have. So the more I paused, at the different thoughts and the apprehensions, the stronger they became. In that, I was creating my world and allowing the fear to live, right? So I had a fear that nobody would listen, right? Well, I didn't say anything. So what were they gonna listen to? (laughs) The first lady of my church said, She had a fear of falling down the stairs. She had stairs in her house. She said she thought about it every time she went down the stairs, when she walked by the stairs. And inevitably, and eventually, she fell down the stairs. That's powerful. It would seem that whatever we give attention or energy to is what we cause to manifest in our lives. So, Fear starts with a thought, right? Whatever is the object of the fear. We have to think about it excessively for it to grow into a passion that then incites us to take action for our own security. Well, the Bible does tell us to think about things that are true, lovely, honorable, just, virtuous, honest, kind, winsome, gracious, and so on. Now, when we hit that point where we're providing for our own security, that's when I've found that I have just pulled away from God. And it's not about his plan anymore, his purpose, or his will. It has now become about protecting myself from whatever that impending fear is, right? It could be from heartache. So I don't open up to anybody. I never give anybody else a chance to get to know me because I'm scared of being hurt. It's it's just, it, it's all kind of stuff. It can be anything. So I was afraid no one would listen, so I didn't say anything. I was afraid that I wouldn't be doing what 
whatever God wants me to do, so I did nothing. I was afraid of never moving forward, so I stood still. I was afraid of going in the wrong direction, so I didn't go anywhere. Do you see what was happening? I was bringing to life the fear. I was literally giving life to every one of the fears that I had. Instead of giving life to all that Jehovah had said. So what did I do? Well, even though the fears were there, I had become so overwhelmed with this uneasiness, this discontentment. I mean, it wasn't anger or anything like that, but I was just unhappy. I felt like I wanted to run. I wanted to get away from everything and everybody, but I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to stay at home, but I had nowhere to go. So I was just all kinds of confused, right? So I know it sounds crazy. So over the course of the last four months, all the way back in September when this vision came to me of the podcast, well, really, beginning in about mid-October, I started to feel this uneasiness. And it got stronger and stronger every day until finally I couldn't take it anymore. I couldn't bear it. So one day, sometime between the 17th and the 22nd of January of this year, I called my pastor and I was talking to her and I began to cry. And I just really dumped everything in her lap. I mean, I told her how I felt like like running away, how I felt this overwhelming feeling like I wasn't doing anything. I told her, I know that there's so much more that I'm supposed to be doing than just singing on the worship team at church. So I told her how I felt like I don't want to do anything in and of myself and call it God. I don't want to do anything that God would be against. I told her that I knew there was more, but I didn't know what the more was. Well, she confessed that she couldn't really pinpoint anything for me because I hadn't really given her much to go on. She kept, she asked me, you know, are you talking about doing more in the ministry? Are you talking about doing more in your personal life? What are, what direction are you going? And I couldn't answer. I didn't know. So she said that I was in a good place and I, I, I thought, really? (laughs) Um, she said that place of discontentment was a good place and this is why she said for two reasons because one being discontented means you're not complacent you're not satisfied with where you are okay and two she said it means you'll do something about it I said okay but I still didn't know what to do so The fears were still there, but I dried my tears and I came and prayed and asked again, Father, what do you want me to do? And I started moving in pursuit of what he said. I kept feeling to do the podcast, also to begin to compose um, and write again my my music and honestly I had to really just plow 
through and and just close my eyes and jump out there and well you know here's the result you're listening I don't know what will happen I don't know who will hear I don't know who will agree or disagree but I know this I couldn't rest until I started to do whatever it was that I believe God was telling me to do I had no peace I had no comfort um I was afraid or you know apprehensive fearful to step out there for so many different reasons but I could not rest I couldn't I couldn't rest it was like oh my god I feel like I'm going to lose my mind if I don't say something and I'm telling you I promise you the moment that I embarked on just doing it I mean I I jumped out there head first y'all and everything started to open up again like it had before and even with even with episode ideas things just started to unfold like they did before and I don't feel that uneasiness anymore, that discontentment anymore. And so I realized that it doesn't matter. All of these things, all of these thoughts of fears, who's going to listen and what are they going to say? It doesn't matter. If you don't listen, I won't know it. <laughs> if somebody listens, great. I pray to God somebody is touched or encouraged by something that I say. If somebody doesn't think this is something that I need to do, if they don't agree with it, hey, that's I, I can't I can't control that and I can't allow that fear to stop me from doing anything because I know this. If Jehovah told me to publish my experiences with overcoming this area of fear or whatever my experiences are. That he asks me to share on a podcast or through a song or through writing a play or whatever it is. If he told me to do it, then it's not for him. He ain't scared. <laughs> so I'm learning to settle that I don't have to know what the outcome will be of whatever God tells me to do. Really, all I need to know is for certainty that he said it or he instructed it. And then I just need to know exactly what it is that he instructs or how he instructs me to go about doing it so that I can obey it completely. So I told you before that every time I think I got this, I mess up, right? <laughs> so I'm humbly grasping this enlightenment right here, right? This awakening. And I'm holding it close to my heart so that I don't go back to a place of allowing fear to live in my life. Um, being afraid of anything. So let's walk this one out together, okay? Well, friends, thank you so much for sitting with me today. The scripture that I did mention about the things that we are that we should consistently think about is found in Philippians 4 and 8. So I hope I shared something that helps you 
And if so, you share and help somebody else. Until we talk again, make today and every day a great day.